0: Hey guys, it's from Redefining Strength. Welcome to the Fitness Hacks podcast. So you can't stop getting older. I'm not going to lie to you, but you can define how you age. While our body, our needs, our goals are going to be constantly evolving, our lifestyle is going to change over the years from maybe being single to being married to having kids to having grown kids and we are gonna get older, that doesn't mean that we have to accept decline. It doesn't mean that we have to accept weight gain. It doesn't mean that we have to accept injuries. We can define aging on our terms and we can be youthful at any and every age. We can lead our healthiest, happiest lives as long as we're evolving our nutrition, our workouts to match what we need now. That's why I'm super excited to have Michelle on to talk about nutritional tips so that we can feel and move our best as we get older, keep our body healthy and vibrant. I'm also gonna talk about key mindset tips, as well as some workout tips to move your best at any and every age. I will also share a delicious dessert recipe that includes foods that cover all of the micronutrients that Michelle recommends. So let's jump right in. Before I jump into nutrition tips with Michelle and some workout tips, I did wanna go over and address some key mindset shifts I think we need to have as we get older. We need to stop the acceptance and stop the avoidance. And what I mean by this is so often we just accept that getting older is supposed to mean these certain things instead of defining what aging means to us and being our most youthful at any and every age. You can't just accept that aging means decline or you're going to decline. You can't just accept that getting older means aches and pains, that it means a slower metabolism, that it means, you know, gaining weight. While, yes, our body does change too often, we just accept things that we don't have to that are really lifestyle factors adding up that we can shift and adjust and address. Same thing comes to avoiding. So often I hear people say, oh, I have to avoid this move. I have to avoid doing this because I have these injuries or I have these aches and pains and I'm just getting older and I put myself at greater risk. When we avoid, we're not retraining movement patterns. We're not addressing the underlying culprit. We're just accepting decline. We're even perpetuating and forcing further decline. And so, yeah, there, there is the reality that with certain injuries, you might have to build back. You might not build back to the exact moves you were doing before, but there's so much you can do to retrain the pattern. So by owning our reality, we can then make improvements to it, but we can't just accept things or avoid things. When we do that, we never optimize for all that we can do. We never change our situation. We basically keep ourselves stuck or make our situation worse. So instead of just accepting that things are the way they are and that this means you know, negative things going forward or avoiding movements, find ways to retrain and meet your body where you're at find ways to say hey how can i improve sure i might not hit the exact vision that i wanted like i mean i have to accept now that i'm probably not gonna be a professional athlete in a sport not necessarily even that i wanted to but i have to accept so yes there are things we're accepting but instead of just saying oh i can't do this so now i'm not even trying to get better at it if i want to get better at that sport say hey okay here's my reality How can I get better at it, right? So instead of just accepting that something is the way it is, instead of just avoiding doing things that can make us better, see how you can break things down to meet yourself where you're at. If you've been avoiding an exercise like squats because you have knee pain, consider the fact that you're probably going to be squatting down to a toilet for the rest of your life. So you can see your workouts as an opportunity to actually improve that movement pattern and retrain that movement pattern and control it as best as possible. So you have as little ache and pain as you squat down to that toilet for the rest of your life. Don't just avoid, see what you can do. Don't just accept, see what you can do. If we give up on ourselves, that's where we see the decline come in. That's where we see aging be a negative. That's where we see ourselves get old at the age of 30. I can tell you I've seen clients get old at the age of 30 because they said, oh, well, my life is over, this is it. And I've seen clients super young at the age of 90 because they've said, well, I'm gonna live my best at every and every and every and any age. So don't just accept, don't just avoid meet yourself where you're at and say, hey, I'm going to define what this age means to me and I'm going to move and feel my best and always seek to learn, grow, and improve. I'm excited to talk with Michelle about nutritional tips so that you can defy aging. Okay, we can't defy it, but we can really define how we get older and move and feel our best at any and every age. So Michelle, tell us how we can do these age-defying tips from a nutritional standpoint to feel and move our best. So I'm just going to say to start
1: off, the most important thing is to actually meet your body with what it needs at its current state. So oftentimes what you're going to do in your 20s and 30s is not going to be the same that what of what you're going to do in the 40s and 50s, and it can actually affect your aging process as well. So you really want to meet yourself with where you're at. And just for a quick example of this, Um, We know estrogen plays a big role in insulin sensitivity. And when we go through menopause, we can become more insulin resistant. So having a diet that is lower in carbs is going to be more beneficial when you are hitting menopause. So that's just one quick example of like why we need to change things and really making sure that you're not following the same thing just because it's something that used to work for you.
0: And off of that, like I, I do sort of make a joke of like defying aging because, of course, we're going to get older, we're going to see changes. But the point is, we don't have to just accept that getting older means decline. There's so much we can do to move, feel, look our best at every decade, embracing that there is the aging
1: process. Exactly. And it's funny because I was actually even talking to a client about this, and she's like, I don't want to be ageless. Like, that's not my goal. She goes, I know that I can't stop, stop the time. That she goes, but I want to be youthful. And youth is not a num- numeral marked by the passing of time. That is really the state of mind and health. So it's really is going to be that secret of staying active and healthy.
0: So in terms of what we really want to focus on with our diet, like obviously we talk a lot about macros, but there's a lot of those micros and the details that we want to dial in to make sure that we're feeling our best, promoting optimal health. What foods would you tell us to focus on? What sort of micronutrients are really key?
1: Yeah. And these are going to be ones that everyone at any age should be focusing on. And the first one is going to be polyphenols. So those are going to be in foods like your berries, your green tea, dark chocolates. And the big reason that we want to focus on these is because they're rich in antioxidants. And that is going to help neutralize harmful free radicals that are in the body that can um, cause oxidative damage. And that's really where or what we associate with aging and age-related diseases is when we have oxidative stress and damage that occurs to our cells.
0: I love that you gave a a variety of different foods to get the the polyphenols into because I think a lot of times... When we think about getting older or even dialing in our nutrition, we do go to restriction or feeling like our diet has to be bland and boring. When we can include things like dark chocolate, we can have green tea, we can have different things that are really enjoyable and tasty. And not that berries aren't, berries are delicious, but we can include that diversity even as we get older to really create that lifestyle balance.
1: Yeah. And, and that's really important too, is making sure that you are still enjoying what you eat because it's it is a, it's a mental game too. Aging is going to be a mental game too. So anything that you can make sure that, that is enjoy is providing you with joy is going to also help you feel young and stay young. And another benefit too with the polyphenols too is just that they are going to also protect your skin from UV damage. And that is going to help, of course, not We're not going to reverse the time, but it's going to reduce the signs of skin aging and kind of decrease things like wrinkles
0: and even age spots. It's Controlling what we can control to always meet our body where we're at to not just accept that there's nothing we can do to improve, right? Exactly. That's the goal. And so next, uh, I know you mentioned omega-3 fatty acids. These are super key. Again, all this is really important at any age. And the earlier on we start a lot of these habits, the less we see age-related decline that we just sort of accept as getting older, right?
1: Exactly. And with with omega-3s, the big thing, of course, is that they're going to combat chronic inflammation. And that's really going to be a key a key contributor to the aging process as well. So if we're able to, again, slow that down or do our best to kind of meet our body's needs so that we're not going to have high inflammation markers within our body, that's going to be helpful. And we always, I think a lot of people know when they think anti-inflammatory, I feel like they often think things like, you know, oh, I should be eating my salmon and my healthy walnuts and those, those type of foods, but I don't think omega-3s are getting the attention that they deserve because they, there's also benefits to the skin. It's going to help promote hydration. It's going to reduce that inflammation. It helps kind of keep the skin elastic, helps reduce wrinkles and protects, protects just against skin conditions in general that can happen and occur with aging. And then the other side of that is it does also play a role within your bone health. It helps improve your body's calcium absorption so we can make sure our bones are staying healthy as well.
0: There's also been interesting research in terms of recovery. And as we get older, we might find that our recovery slows, especially during menopause where we're not necessarily sleeping as well. And that recovery and that reduction in inflammation can help our body heal faster. So while we don't want to demonize inflammation because it is part of the recovery and rebuilding process when we're trying to build muscle, Potentially, things that can help us recover faster to train at a higher intensity and more consistently can be really key. So just another reason to include those omega-3s.
1: Yes, exactly. Something, again, and this is one that you, you can get it from food, but quite frankly, a lot of us aren't eating enough of fatty fish or even enough walnuts and chia seeds and those type of nuts and seeds that are going to have it. So this is one of the areas that oftentimes supplementing may be needed.
0: Awesome. And so next... You know, we're going to add in more omega-3s. We're going to add in those polyphenols. What else can we do? Beta-carotene is one, too, that I, I think deserves some
1: attention because, yes, it's going to be in the sweet potatoes, carrots, pumpkins, squash, those type of products. And I think every time people hear beta-carotene, they automatically think the eyes. But it really is a crucial nutrient for the skin health and overall immune function as well. So it's going to actually support that skin cell reproduction or sorry, skin cell production and repair. And again, promotes that skin elasticity. So if you are someone that's like, you know, I do just want to make sure that my skin is healthy and I present a little bit younger. And this can be something that can can also help because it's going to prevent that dryness that we often occur and have with skin as we age as well.
0: Especially going through a weight loss process. If you are finding that you want everything to tighten up a little bit better, while we can't always control fully how much loose skin we do have, depending on how much weight we're losing, just our overall like skin elasticity, even based on genetics, controlling what we can control and including more beta carotene could be like key in terms of actually seeing better like skin tightening up results once we're losing the weight.
1: Yeah, it's very crucial just for tissue repair and regeneration. So I know a lot of skin products in general will have things like vitamin A and vitamin E in them, but you also wanna make sure that you're actually kind
0: of healing yourself from the inside out as well. And then this one wasn't any surprise because we talked so much about bone health, especially with staying younger, avoiding falls and fractures, but you mentioned calcium and vitamin D. Yeah,
1: you cannot build upon a a crumbling foundation. And the bones are really those sturdy beams for kind of having a well-built body. So just as a house's framework needs to provide strength and stability, that's what our bones do for us. So this is something that, again, I feel like people really only start talking about it when they're like starting to hit their 40s and into their 50s and they know menopause is coming. But truly, we want to be attacking this as early on as possible and making sure that we are building ourselves up to have the best bones and have proper bone health that's going to see us into our golden years as well. So really making sure that we are consuming dairy products, fortified non-dairy products, leafy greens, fortified cereals. You can get a lot of food options that are going to be fortified with calcium. Vitamin D is a little bit trickier. Yes, you can still find foods that are going to be fortified with them, But this, again, is going to be something that oftentimes we actually probably need to be supplementing with, especially as we age, because vitamin D is the sunshine vitamin. You do, you get, there's very few foods that have it. You do get it from the sun. A lot of us know that the sun can also be damaging. So it's one of those things. Like if you're wanting to stay youthful, we want to avoid that UV damage, but we also want to make sure we're getting enough vitamin D for our bone health. So this is one, again, that I would highly recommend you also looking kind of at your area. And if you're someone like me that lives in Utah, where I'm really not getting a lot of sun, I would recommend that you're supplementing with a vitamin D.
0: And with all these, it really is about being proactive versus reactive and realizing that systems work together. If you're doing all you can from a workout standpoint to keep your bones strong by building lean muscle, strength training, you know, keeping in some of that impact that we so often want to demonize, but that's a whole other subject. You also want to make sure that your nutrition is complementing it just because systems do work best together.
1: Exactly. Yeah. It's it's a whole, it's an all in whole approach. We don't want to just be picking and choosing one thing because it's not going to be just one thing. It's going to be everything as a whole.
0: And the next uh, change to nutrition that you brought up was hydration. And this has been a huge subject. I think it's very important. Uh, There's so much nuance to it, but talking about hydration and why it's so key as we get older.
1: So I I know I've kind of hinted at this um, earlier
0: on when we've been talking
1: about things like omega-3s and helping stay hydrated. That dehydration is going to cause dry skin. Dry skin is actually going to increase the appearance and make the skin more prone to wrinkles and really just cause you to look older. So we really want to make sure that we are staying properly hydrated. So again, we're keeping our skin elastic and moisturized and we're staying, staying, staying well hydrated to contribute to really that more youthful and radiant complexion but it's also going to play a role in just making sure that your joints are well lubricated so that you are staying active. So you're still able to move. And it is a huge part of just the body's detoxification process. Our body naturally detoxifies, it, detoxifies itself. And I know a lot of people invest in a lot of these, you know, detox diets or detox uh, regimes, but really your body is naturally doing that all the time. Most of the time it's, Really just you needing to drink water so that it can actually perform those functions and be able to have that proper detoxification occur.
0: It's Kind of like staying hydrated is the, the answer to everything. That secret that we're not often including because it does help with fat loss, which we often, you know. We see that weight gain around the middle potentially with hormonal changes. So you want to make sure you're getting, hi- staying hydrated to address that. It can help with fatigue, which again, you know, as we get older, we might want to improve our recovery as much as possible, address any fatigue with, you know, the hormonal changes of menopause and how it's impacting our sleep. So it's really important to look, feel, and move our best at any and every age.
1: Exactly. And it is one of those things too that, like you said, it's overlooked. Everyone, Everyone is like, oh, yeah, I know. You know, we've heard the eight glasses of water forever, but no one has actually like, is that really the area that I need to improve and increase on? And a big thing too is you can, you mentioned it, it does help with mental clarity and focus, but staying well hydrated has helped maintain that cognitive function. And studies do show that it reduces the risk of even age-related cognitive decline. So it's really something that we want to make sure that we are to hang up on and actually staying properly hydrated. So in other
0: words, it's the magic pill. Just kidding, but seriously, it's the magic pill. And then also my favorite magic pill, which I was glad to see on there, and of course I knew it was gonna be on there, is my favorite macro of all time, protein. Protein, is,
1: of course we gotta talk about protein. But the big thing with protein is we really wanna make sure that we are maintaining muscle. Um, I said this and I'll say it again, but muscle really is the organ of youth and longevity, and it's never too late to improve that. So as we age, we're going to have related muscle loss, and that's known as sarcopenia. And this can lead to a decline in your physical activity, making you kind of reduce your overall independence and overall quality of life. So this is something that, you know, I, I say to stay, you know, we talk about aging, but to stay youthful, it's really going to come down to maintaining that muscle mass or improving that muscle mass. And to be able to do that, we want to make sure that we are consuming adequate amount of protein to improve our muscle protein synthesis and be able to um sorry, be
0: able to repair as well as grow new muscle mass. Muscle is magic. I mean, honestly, plain and simple, muscle is magic. It helps us act more youthful, conquer any challenges we want, look leaner, it truly is like a metabolic superpower, so to speak. And I think recognizing that our protein demands change with age is so important because so often we do think protein, like you go back to that bodybuilding bro culture, protein, right? We think, oh, well, you just need it as an athlete when you're training hard. If you're a young like man even, that's where we associate it with because of the potentially bodybuilding culture or whatever else. But Honestly, as we get older, even if we're not training hard, if we just want to recover faster from injury, if we've been out because of something, we need protein. Our demands go up as we get older. And the more we own this and even think about the amount of protein we're getting per meal to really stimulate that muscle growth, the better off we're going to be.
1: Yeah. And it is one of those things because I'll always get asked, well, how much protein, how much protein? And y- you hit it, of course, it's going to vary and it's going to increase as we age. But at the bare minimum, if you're looking for just that starting point, where do I start? I really would start at making sure that you're hitting at least that 30%. Most of us will probably need more at times, or maybe you require more than that 30%. But to actually get the benefits of kind of consuming a higher protein diet, that's what we're actually shooting for is going to be that 30%.
0: So summing it all up with our nutrition and trying to stay youthful, I like that way of putting it. Uh, top tips that someone could implement this week. So first and foremost, drink
1: your water. Make sure you are hitting your water requirements or increasing your water requirements. A big, one, The next big one is going to be make sure you're hitting that protein. And then of course, focusing on those antioxidants by getting in those polyphenol foods that we've discussed and focusing on even the calcium and vitamin D rich foods. So it's really, if you were just to focus on What you can do tomorrow, that's going to be the easiest thing, it's going to be water. The very next one that's going to make the biggest impact is going to be protein.
0: And then eat a diversity of foods that you enjoy to make sure that you're really covering your bases in terms of the micronutrient benefits. Exactly. As you said, we can't slow down the aging process. We can't stop that number from ticking up, but we can really define how we're aging to feel our best and move our best.
1: Yeah, youth is youth is not a number, it's really that state of mind and health that can be nurtured and preserved through conscious choices you decide to make each day.
0: Well, thank you so much Michelle, that was super helpful. You're welcome. So I wanted to include a sweet treat that would help you hit those micros and get in those antioxidants that Michelle mentioned. So this recipe can either be used as a parfait using Greek yogurt or it can be frozen into a bark. I will show you how to freeze it into a bark for a little different sweet treat. But it includes dark chocolate, which has those polyphenols and it's rich in antioxidants. Uh, It includes the macadamia nuts for omega-3 fatty acids. It includes also the mango for the beta carotene. And then it also gives you a protein boost through the Greek yogurt. So it's a great sweet treat. Again, you can make it really simple, just throwing everything in a bowl, or you can freeze it into a bark by spreading the Greek yogurt on a piece of parchment paper. And then you can put the chocolate and the mango and the macadamia nut crushed up on top of the yogurt. You can even throw in a little bit of sea salt to help with that electrolyte balance. You'll want to freeze for about two hours before you peel off the parchment paper and break it up into chunks and enjoy. It's a great sweet treat, whether you just throw it in a bowl or you freeze it overnight to have that bark. Let's talk about your training and getting older, okay? so. Tip number one, lift, lift. Oh, and yeah, lift and challenge yourself with those heavy weights, and don't fear them. So often I see recommended like, oh, don't push yourself too hard. Be careful with heavier weights. You know, you don't want to get injured. But lifting heavy is key so that we don't get injured when we're lifting that box off the ground, when we're twisting to put something away in a cabinet, when we're grabbing a grandchild or a kid running around. If you don't lift, you're not going to maintain that strength. You're going to lose muscle. You're not going to keep your bones as healthy as possible. So challenge yourself with loads. Don't just restrict yourself to higher reps with lighter loads, okay? Really focus on those compound movements to work the big muscle groups and make sure that all those joints are able to work together efficiently and you're able to recruit muscles efficiently. This is how we make sure that we stay healthy and strong. It does keep our bones healthier. It does make sure that we're creating that progressive overload to maintain lean muscle. Because what we don't often realize is like if we don't keep pushing – we don't keep doing the stimulus that we need to grow muscle. And if we're not growing muscle, a lot of times we're putting ourselves at greater risk to lose it because we're not as able to utilize protein as efficiently. Our hormone levels aren't optimized like they were when we were younger to maintain and building muscle mass without even doing anything right. So you have to do more things right to get the same stimulus, the same result. So make sure you're challenging those muscles. Otherwise they won't rebuild and repair and grow stronger. Then don't avoid exercises. As I mentioned, when we avoid movements because of injuries, we're not teaching ourselves how to move well. And the gym is a perfect opportunity to break things down, slow things down and retrain movement patterns so that we have the mobility, stability and strength through that full range of motion to move well till our final day on this planet. Because if you can't do a movement or move in a specific direction in everyday life and then all of a sudden something acts on you, a force acts on you, twist you, you slip on ice, whatever else, you can't catch yourself or you're going to get even more injured because you haven't retrained that movement pattern and built the strength and stability in that. It's also why we want to do things like balance work, unilateral work, awkward movements, uncomfortable movements, movements that, you know, really challenges both mentally and physically. Because when we challenge ourselves in so many different ways, not just doing only our deadlifts with a barbell, we need to do the single leg deadlifts and the different moves that we sometimes want to avoid because they feel more awkward. These things help make sure that our mind-body connection is strong so we're able to react quickly to prevent falls and fractures. We have that neuromuscular control, but also we keep our brain healthier. When we're doing this, this work, it's mental agility as well as physical agility. So we're not only working our reaction times to be able to respond in everyday life to prevent injury, but we're keeping our brain healthier and strong especially when we do some of the awkward moves. I know there's some moves I'll help clients do like either the agility ladder or some more complicated push-up variations where they have to touch a toe and then hop and then do different things. They're like, I don't like this. It's too complicated. And even younger clients, like clients that haven't claimed it's because of their age yet, uh, will say that as well. But those moves are so key because it does create that neuromuscular control, which makes us stronger. Again, we can react faster in everyday life, but it's so good for our brain as well as our body. Okay. And then include variety. Not only does that create progression through the same, but different so that you are building that lean muscle, which is so key to staying younger. I mean, they've shown that grip strength is one of the best indicators of longevity. And to keep a strong grip, you need to be building muscle and you also need to be including enough protein and enough weight training to build that lean muscle. So if you're going for that indicator of longevity of that grip strength improvement, Focus on including variety as well to make sure that you're progressing through the same but different. Because we will have a point where we can't necessarily lift a little bit more weight with a specific movement. So maybe a different posture, a different position, a different tempo, a different range of motion can help us create that stimulus still for growth when we do hit that stick point. But make sure that you're truly challenging yourself and making yourself uncomfortable. Too often we want to stay in our comfort zone as we get older and older, and there's like a fear of stepping outside of it and being bad at something or that learning process. But we need to push ourselves to do that even more because that really is what keeps us young and vibrant and healthy and strong till our final day on this planet. Well, that's a wrap for this episode of the Fitness Hacks podcast. Because age is just a number. Strength truly is a choice. And we don't have to just accept our current situation. Yes, things might have added up from when we were younger. Yes, our age might be making changes to our metabolic health. Yes, we might be going through hormone shifts that are impacting what we need right now. But our body, our needs, our goals, our lifestyle is constantly evolving throughout our life. And the best thing we can do for ourselves is to meet ourselves where we're at and recognize what we need and make one small change today. Because there is always a way to improve, to move forward. So stop avoiding the things that make you uncomfortable, that challenge you. Don't just accept your situation. Realize that it really is a use it or lose it thing. And if we don't keep challenging ourselves, we're not gonna see the results that we want. We're not gonna feel young and healthy and like our fittest, most fabulous self to our final day on this planet.